What's up, everyone? Welcome. It is, what's today's date? February the... We're in March. What am I talking about? <laughs> you know what it is? I really want to hold on to Black History Month. Mm, that's what <laughs> I mean. It's Women's Month. It is it? Women's History Month, and I love that because we have, um, speaking of women's history, the topic of today's discussion yeah. is the root of resilience. Mm. And who on this planet is more resilient than the woman? Right. Like, honestly, Facts. Empress, Queens, All Divine, the there's a lot to unpack in this episode. So much. But welcome to Water. We are The Root. This is Earl, joined by the lovely... Ivory Love. And we're going to hop right into it. This um, episode we've been talking about for a couple weeks now, The Root of Resilience. Yes. And last week was really powerful because it was a quick little um, dive into The Root of Regret. And got a lot of really good feedback on that because I think that right now where we are almost coming up to a year from when we first shut down. Yeah. And how people are kind of like reflecting on like what that year has taught us. And like, you know, some people may look back with regrets. But if you missed that episode, highly, you know, suggest you guys jumping back and listen to it. It's like 30 minutes. Yep. It's a quickie. Yep. You can do a little job, make cook some dinner and listen to it because it's just a little... Something to water your roots, feed your soul, and remind you that <laughs> you are doing better than ever. But there's a lot of really good... Before we get into what we want to get into, I wanted to congratulate my girl Irie because she is a new kitty mom. She has a Bengal right here who's playing, <laughs> and he is so cute. <laughs> so you might hear some fluttering in the background. Yeah. Perhaps a meow a here meow and there. A meow here and there, but we love to see it. We love to hear it. We love to see it and love here. <laughs> It's like all the virtual classes that I've been teaching. You know, yeah. it's like there's animals in the background. People are at home. It's a part there's of our experience. There's animals, there's kids. Yeah. This is life, people. This is life. We're living life. We're living. And um, yeah, so we're expanding. And then you also just did an amazing workshop on Thank Sunday. Thank you. Yes. It was so That good. was amazing. Like I had chills for a lot of reasons because I love hearing you speak always. But just to also see other people reacting to the knowledge that you were giving. Right. It was just like... This is this is literally why we started water. Totally, totally. You know, because yeah. it's like that chain effect that we keep talking about of like this is the time to really sink your teeth into whatever it is you're trying to put out into the world, whatever right. it is you're trying to, you know, that word manifest keeps coming up. Literally everything everywhere I turn, right, I keep seeing manifest, mm-hmm. abundance. Like mm-hmm. it just keeps there is something that is just pulling people to like really tap into their divine power. For sure. Exactly. So that was timely. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. No, absolutely. Shout outs to you. Um but you know, speaking of amazing, powerful women and the things that they're doing with resilience, did you happen to catch um Oprah's interview with Meghan Markle? I haven't I haven't seen the whole thing, but I've Girl, heard, yeah. Oh my god, you need to watch the whole thing because like I was just looking at clips at first and I was like, let me just sit down and watch this. And my mouth was on the floor. Like it's one thing to kind of like have a perspective of what somebody's life should be. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of what we've been talking about with shifting the narrative mm-hmm. because there is like a, a large perspective of like, especially with women, you know, it's like you keep hearing this all the time. It's like Black women are the most disrespected in society. And when I was listening to, you know, Megan speak about, like, the experiences that she had going into this royal family Mm. and um, just, like, the depression that she encountered, it was was heartbreaking because it was one of those things where it was just, like, 
they're asking her, why do you think this is happening? Why are they so concerned with the color of your baby? And it's just like, do we really have to answer that question? Right. Baby, it's racism. (laughs) There's no other explanation for this. And it's like, again, people are shocked. And it's just like, I don't see the shock. But I do really, really respect, you know, Harry as a husband for not taking their shit. No, that is (laughs) huge what he did. Huge. For him to step out like that. Yes. Huge. And as he very well should, you know, and I think it's like one of those things because like, look at his mom who was super resilient in the things that she had to go through. There you go. Like she knew, like that was a foreshadowing. And so like, that's what I love about, you know, this topic, um, because I feel like in terms of what we've always been talking about in terms of breaking generational traumas, that's one way to do it. It's just like, I'm stopping this at this bloodline. Mm -hmm. I don't care if the hierarchy, the monarchy has been doing like doing it like this for centuries that doesn't mean it's right right exactly exactly i mean that's the thing that we're always talking about right it's like Mm -hmm. our responsibility is to break cycles not only from this lifetime but from for those who came before us you know like exercising our different rights that we have access to now is a big example of that like people that came before us you know weren't allowed to vote weren't allowed to even like drink from the same water fountains type oh deal, God. you yeah. know? So those little actions that we take, that we um, we step into breaking those cycles yeah. just by taking those actions that maybe for us seem small and accessible, but being able to break cycles and participate in breaking cycles, I think is um, kind of like the destiny of, I want to say our generation, but I think like generation to me is like the people that are under. <laughs> Don't be aging under now. Under no. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think because um, I literally just um, released a teaser for a podcast that I was a guest on. Shout out to Seattle's Credit Union. Mm-hmm. They have an amazing podcast called What You Need to Know When You Need to Know It. Oh. Yeah. And we talked about, you know, millennials and finances and things like that, which was super different for me. Like, yeah. It was nice to talk about something outside of um, what we do all the, every week. Right. Um, but yeah, that's our generation, if you will. Yeah. And these are the things that we're tackling. Right. And we're taking more risks than a lot of our, you know, predecessors. Mm-hmm. Did. So it's a really interesting time to be alive. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting time to, to look back at some of the powerful people that, you know, I myself would like to emulate. Right. So with that being said, I would love to just get to the root of what it means to be resilient. All right. So Oxford defines resilience as one, the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness Two, the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape, elasticity. Mm. I love that word. But you know what I really like? Miriam defines it as an ability to recover from or adjust easily to misfortune or change. And I think that that's literally everything that almost all humans on this planet have to do within mm-hmm. the past year. Yeah. It's like, okay, we didn't plan for this. We did not call or send for this. But how do we react? How do we respond? Mm-hmm. And I think that... Um, you know, a really powerful form of resilience is forgiveness. Yeah. Because I was actually talking to a friend about this last week. And we were just discussing, like, how certain certain activity or, like, let's say, like, a massive change in your life 
you know, like a, a breakup, like a, a career shift. Mm-hmm. And if it ended badly, it can take sometimes years yeah. to get over that pain. Yeah. And I think that in the place that we are in life right now, the faster you can forgive and release something, right. the better off you're going to be. Well, just in the sense too of manifestation and being in control of what you're creating, right? Mm-hmm. So the faster yeah. you can do that, yes. the faster you can bring into your life the next new, better, greater step. Because you're not holding on right. to that last past chapter. Yeah, it's like basically the rules are you can hold on to whatever mm. you want to hold on to as long as you want to hold on to it. Yeah, that's so true. But you're not going to get Free the next thing yeah, yeah, until you let go of the old. Let go. So I'm just like dropping bags <laughs> like left and right. Like get it off. Literally. Me. Let like, me process. Let me process and let me live. Let like, me live. I release. I release. You are good. Rebuke. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> All of that. Yes. Because it's like, if I'm trying to really pop off in this new chapter, it's like, <laughs> I can't be reading the last one over and over again. No. Like, that was cute for what it was. That's Thank insanity. you for the lessons. That's insanity, yeah. you know? And, you know, we were joking because we actually caught up last week oh my god i am obsessed with the mala that you gave that your grandma made you guys can't see this right now but it is this gorgeous bead mala and tiger's eye it's with a tiger's eye and it was so divine because i literally lost my own tiger i know lost it in the forest you didn't even know that no and I almost cried when you gave me this because so I'm like, oh my God, things that you lose, it was a really good lesson or reminder for me to like really just not be so hell bent on holding on to material things. Because mm. if, it, if it leaves my life, you know what? It was meant to be for that time. Right. Thank you for the two days that I had you. <laughs> and right. here it is now. Look, I have an even better one. So right. that's like a small little side note. But I brought that up because I was just thinking to myself, it's just like, that's another lesson in letting go. Because mm. when we're so focused on holding on to these old things, it's just like, hmm, it's taking up space yeah. that you really just don't have. And you're like, I, I look at it like, um, like I have my water jug that I have right here. And before I leave my house, I always try to bring like a full water jug because I just feel like with everything that's been happening in the last year, we're living in the end times, girl. And I need to be prepared in case I have to right? be on the run. Right. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just trying to be prepared. Stay ready. Staying ready. But it's like in terms of like when I'm like looking at it, I'm like, okay, I'm like half full in my mind. If I don't make sure that I have enough space for something new, I might be holding on to some stale ass water. And right. we just talked about like how our water is alive and you can literally speak to it. Right. Right, exactly. You can change the molecular structure with intention of the actual water. I love that. We love She's to alive. see that. We she love is to see it. Living. Living. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but check this out. There, this is a really cute quote that I found on everydayhealth.com. And um, it says that resilience is not a trampoline where you're down one moment and up the next. It's more like climbing a mountain. Without a trail map, it takes time, strength, and help from other people around you. And you'll likely experience setbacks along the way, but eventually you'll reach the top and look back at how far you've come. That is really beautiful to me because, again, when we talk about like planning for a life and having a roadmap, right? Mm-hmm. I think that you mentioned this in your workshop on Sunday where you were talking about like everybody keeps saying that these times are uncertain. Mm. But when is life not uncertain? Right. (laughs) 
Like, um, when did you think that your boss couldn't fire you at any moment? When did you think that you couldn't get in a car accident at any moment? Who said that? Right. Like, who said that? <laughs> That's always been a part of life. Yeah. So uncertainty is, is um, like a fictitious um, projection of another way to create fear, really, is what it is. Yeah. And to create this attachment to lack because whenever we're you know i even said this in the workshop too whenever we're clutching on to something mm. like we're trying to control something literally yes then we're coming from lack yeah living by lack faith mindset. yeah mm -hmm. faith and flow is a is a real abundant mindset yes right flow and that's the word that i love because mm. it's just kind of one of those things where it's just like you're not um white knuckling and controlling right. like every little aspect which honestly that's going to turn your hair gray faster than it needs to do it. Like, <laughs> I really... I mean, we love to see gray. We love... I'm about to dye it gray. But not the stress behind the... Not the, the stress yeah. that will call that into your life. Right. <laughs> we rebuke that. Right. Um, because um, that's just been my motto. Mm. Like, literally, I want to say from mid-February into, like, right now. Yeah. So much has happened. Right. <laughs> like, so much has happened. And I'm just like, wow, this is a movie. But I'm literally, literally just, like, I'm flowing with... The, the flow. <laughs> <laughs> because... Let the water flow. You know, I just feel like we say this all the time, but it's like, what can you do in that moment? If you cannot do anything to change a specific... If there's something you can do, amazing. Do that, you know, write your affirmations, make yourself feel like you're doing whatever you can. Mm -hmm. But if something is really out of your control, girl, let it be. Right. Let it be. In your particular instance, being interracial, you're, you're literally living within two worlds. I was thinking about the interview with Meghan Markle and, you know, I don't have that experience. Like, I don't know what it's like to not really be fully accepted by the white side and then not fully accepted by the black side at times. Yeah. To me, it's just like an interesting dichotomy of you really have to navigate life in a new way like mm -hmm. have you ever had moments where you're just like what was the reason <laughs> like right. why was i created so uniquely mm. in this body yes in the sense that i feel like that was a breadcrumb that was given to me to um affirm that i'm supposed to carve my own path mm. i love that because i'm blazing your own trail yeah because i don't easily fit into any box yeah. it's there's not really you a box, box yeah, no. that i can choose mm -hmm. and i think that I'm grateful that I was given such a definitive perspective of um, needing to carve my own path. Mm. You know, I feel like mm -hmm. the body that we come in, the way that we identify, the family that we come in, the traumas that we experience, yeah. those are all breadcrumbs mm. to nudge us in the direction of our divine path mm. but we're given amnesia and free will so then you come in and you're like okay what yeah like why <laughs> and, if, and if you're not looking at everything from the perspective that everything is a teacher and everything is a sign and mm. there's clues everywhere and asking and have a practice of praying and asking for guidance mm -hmm. then it can be really fucking confusing right oh for sure from the silver lining of growing up with religion is that we have the practice of prayer and calling mm. on angels and guides and having that relationship with something greater than us to give us guidance and that to be a practice that we can now take into mm -hmm. a greater understanding as adults mm -hmm. and make our own truth from that and then use that tool to help guide us in the direction that we came here to lead in. That is so beautiful because I'm like, 
literally feeling goosebumps right now because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like how you just describe like you know literally owning yeah essentially who God created you to be because mm-hmm. you knew and you know yeah that it was just so divinely orchestrated down to every single hair in your head right that that was going to be needed for you the purpose that you were going to fulfill in this earth right in this time frame yeah and i'm just thinking to myself like wow like every single person on this planet literally is designed to be beautifully themselves Mm -hmm. but we get so caught up in wanting to be like the next person It's so sad. And I think this is where I want to kind of like touch on the blessing and the curse of social media. Mm. Or just like, let me just peel it all the way back even more. The blessing and the curse of the internet, right? Because I was thinking about what you were saying. And then I was thinking to myself, well, when my mom and her mom was were growing up, mm-hmm. they couldn't hop on Instagram and scroll through all these different like no flavors around the world. Like no. they were just living in their experience, right. which is a beautiful thing, right? Because right? they get to embrace that and be present but it also can be isolating in a lot of ways because they're going based off of solely what they're they were taught in this small place like they were born in dominica this island and parrots of the caribbean was filmed there shout out to that (laughs) no but it's such a gorgeous place to live and i'm so jealous that they had that but (laughs) i also think that it's like like i said it's hard it's harder to not understand like why you might feel different if like you're not really seeing that all over the world we were designed to be that way right and i think that's the blessing that a lot of us take i definitely take for granted because i when you know coming out as gay and like you know feeling so isolated and Mm. not feeling like i had other people to look to for support but i do like a lot of the inspiration that i've gotten is from people online who don't even know my name like but uh, they're inspiring me right and then with what we're doing with this podcast our hope is to inspire people that we have never met right through just sharing our stories you know because i think that there is a power in telling a story for sure and it just really makes me think like if every single person just awoke to their greatness and their power and just lived in that there would be so much like peace and prosperity and joy and dope shit going on right? and just dope fire shit going on exactly. because everybody would be like i am divinely working and twerking in my purpose right yeah there's so many uh what is that there was some reference to when people die and yeah. like what is um the worst thing that you can die with and it's like the chances that you never took mm. right because the root of regret root of regret go back to that episode but yeah i mean like Mm. ultimately the chances that you don't take are you know the hidden gems the hidden talents the hidden treasures the hidden things that you could have accomplished and that you might have had to share with the world and that made have might have brought you to your bliss yeah because we're so busy trying to be like what already exists and trying to manifest what's already in front of us and trying to create what is a copy of somebody else yeah you're trying to be like the next one and for me, I've never really had a fear of death. Like, it's weird. Like, I just am like, you know what? I'm here on this earth for now. And when I'm gone, I'm gone. Like, Same. You know? Same. <laughs> but what I do have a fear of mm. is not tapping into my full potential. Totally. That scares the shit out Same. of me. <laughs> you know? Because it's like, we know mm-hmm. how much is available to us when we really allow us. And I think that scares me sometimes. I'm like, oh my God. Like, there is a lot of... Um, What's the word I want to use, man? It's just like... Like untapped power? Yeah. Yeah. And like, 
it almost is frightening because it's like I've never experienced this before. Like, what do I do? Right. Like, you know, it it could be daunting. Totally. But that's the good fear that I want to lean into. Right. 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 You know, exactly. like I'll I'll take that trepidation because like that's where I'm gonna grow 100%. and you know that's that's literally where we are in this season of our lives. We mm-hmm. both are just creating a lot of space and room for the new. Right. But it's like that's so scary because we don't know what's on the other side. Right. But that's what resilience is, right? Ba-doop. That is what it I is. I really do believe that. You're in the fear. You're in the unknown, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You feel intimidated by the possibility of being called to do something really great. Mm-hmm. I think that we don't talk about that enough. Is that the I, idea yeah. that we can be great and people, there's a fear around being really, really great because yeah. there is what is Huge. it to, to, to whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. I feel like that's almost a fear program that we shouldn't say that because because it's like oh I don't want all that no. yeah <laughs> yes. and because what am I gonna what does that mean what am I gonna have to give up what am I gonna have to sh- how am I gonna have to show up mm-hmm. that's, that's a, a good, lot that's a really good reminder about shifting the narrative because mm. I don't think that. I really just don't see it as giving up something. I really see it as making room for more than you could have possibly imagined in a good way. Right. But it's just kind of like, it even sounds similar to that Spider-Man quote where it's just like, with great power comes great responsibility. Right. And I think that could sound scary too. Because it's just like, ooh, no, I don't want that. But it's like, that's a, again, a good responsibility. Right. Because we are taking ownership for the voices that we're putting into the world, right? Mm -hmm. That's again why we started watcher it was there's a lot of voices out there and (laughs) you know that's free will that's beautiful everybody has a chance to speak but i'm not going to complain about all the voices if i'm not doing something to put my your own voice out you know totally that's essentially what i'm trying to say yeah um but i love what you described because i was reading another article you know to read these little random articles mm-hmm. <laughs> online speaking of the internets and uh <laughs> there's a really cool article uh, that i'm gonna put into the link and it's on stat and it essentially it's called um, black americans on mental health trauma and resilience mm-hmm. and it is by christine and what it says is sometimes i wonder like why did god give us such a burden because i still think being black is a gift i think that being black is what makes us find our light in this world and lets us be a light to people mm-hmm. because we are beautiful people i think about what we're capable of and i'm so like you know what i'm still very proud to be black it comes with way more troubles than if i were born different but i wouldn't trade it yeah and that's essentially what you were describing it's just like you know what? it might come with a lot more but I would not want to do it or come back anything differently because this is what has made me who I am in this moment. And I don't know about you, but I feel like we've talked about this a lot over the past year in terms of being in a situation where you literally have, you're forced to be resilient. Mm. You know, I think that those are the moments that I, I appreciate the most because A, I have to be really present. Yeah, I can't really be focused about like, shit what did i do last night what did i have for dinner last night like i literally have to be in this moment to be like you know what earl how can you be the best version of yourself in this space and how can you continue to grow and up the game right because you're literally your back is against a wall and you have to make a move yeah what are you gonna do right i don't know i like being in that space because it just like push it, it pulls to me it's like what's that saying it's um pressure creates diamond. oh my gosh was that in your mind <laughs> literally was gonna say that i can't even this is why this is why (laughs) 
the divinity of the it telepathy. All. I swear, I no, have been I having a lot of these psychic literally... oh, I can't take this. <laughs> I can't, we can't make it up. I swear can't to make you, it up. I have been like having these telepathic psychic moments over the past week where a friend texted me and they were just like, hey, and I was just like, hey, do you want to do X, Y, Z on this day? And they were just like, how the fuck did you know right. that I was going to say that? I was like, girl, I don't know. But okay. Wow. That, that is amazing. Yes. Thank you, Divine. But that's back to what you were talking about Ooh. in one of our episodes about Chills. there's a collective yeah. where we literally pull essentially the same ideas and thought patterns from. And that's how, again, how we started this podcast is we both had the same mm-hmm. idea. We're like, mm-hmm. well, shit, let's do it together. The, collect- <laughs> the collective mind. It's a real thing. It's real. And I love, that's why, that's why people need to really go back and listen to the root of energy mm. if they haven't, because that episode really delves into a lot of things that I hadn't realized before. I've literally listened to that episode like 10 times. I really? really? <laughs> yes. And every time I listen to it, I swear I get something new. Yeah. Because it really, when you were just saying that, it, it really goes back to the importance of protecting our energy, mm-hmm. right? Because it's a blessing when you and I can come together and this is our therapy and we can have, share the same thoughts. But again, when you were talking about our auras connecting right. and when you're so close to people who you may not know that well, right. it's like, do I want to be sharing the same totally. mindset as this person? Like, right. you know, you have to really go home and like cut certain cords yeah. that you didn't even realize you created throughout the day. Right. It's like, it blows my mind. Like, honestly, that episode still blows my mind. Yeah. That's so dope. Um, I wanted to jump into black resilience for just a moment. Yes. Um, have you heard of the golden 13 no okay i haven't either like i literally discovered that this morning when Mm -hmm. i was like looking into all of this and it's so dope so it's in 1944 it's a group of these determined african-american servicemen who won um this noble victory so this is a time right 1944 black people were not able to become naval officers honey like that was just not even a question Mm -hmm. but um first lady eleanor roosevelt she was just like you know what I'm fighting for these people and I want these 16 college-educated black cadets to be chosen for line officer training. Mm. So she got them in. Shout out to the allies who are still doing the work. Right. And um, the sad thing is, even though she made that door, they were conspiring against them and they essentially wanted to ensure their failure by changing the normal training period of 16 weeks. They cut it to eight weeks. Because they were trying to really just make sure that they would all fail. Mm. And so when these cadets realized that, essentially they were just like, you know what? Let's cover up the windows in our barracks. In the barracks. I mm-hmm. think that's what you call it. Barracks. <laughs> barracks. No. <laughs> they covered up the windows in their barracks. And <laughs> <laughs> they decided to study all night. Wow. And so when they were tested, the entire group passed with high marks. Wow. So you're like, okay, boom, that's a resilience right there. Got it. Still, they were the commanders were disbelief and they were just like, you know what? We are still not gonna let all of them pass, and they only let 13 people come in. And like now we call them the golden 13. Mm. And I was just like, wow, this is literally in black people's DNA. It's yeah. just like, you wanna hold me back in this way, watch. Mm-hmm don't believe me just watch right like and this is what this, this is the legacy i think of that word too when i'm reading these things it's just like legacy because again back to the princess diana story it's like i really believe that 
she lit a fire under Harry's ass. Yeah. He looked at her and he was just like, that will not be my future. Right. They're not going to bully my wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. I think that that's why it's important to have visibility and right. to use our voices. Right. When we can. I mean, yeah, he literally said that in the interview. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not going to let history repeat itself. There's just like, um, for me in my own life, I think sometimes where I was growing up and like, it's just so much trauma in my family. And I'm like, why aren't people speaking up? Mm. And I feel like for me, it was just always like, you were just taught to be silent. Like, this is how it is. Right. And I'm just like, mm. <laughs> I just really, I just don't, I, maybe it's just like, again, back to like how God created us uniquely for, for specific things. But I'm just like, I'm not here for that. No. No. Like, it's just like, we need, if there was ever a time that you were questioning if you were to use your voice right. and to speak up about things, this is the time, not right. just black people. Because, like, again... Point blank, period. Everybody needs to be doing their part. Like, if you see something, bitch, say something. Right. <laughs> um, and so I wanted to segue into um, one of my favorite movies ever. Mm. Have you seen Hidden Figures? No. Girl. Okay, that's... Okay, so this is strike two for Ari because she didn't. She hasn't watched <laughs> Harry Potter yet. Oh, I started watching it. Wait, I'm on watched... the fourth movie. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So we are making progress. Oh I knew March was going to be a good month, y'all. I she can't. is halfway through Harry Potter. Um, okay, well, that's going to be the next on your list. It's Hidden Figures. I cry my eyes out. It, but it's really inspiring. Mm. Like, this is the stuff that I like to watch. Okay. Because, you know, it's about the story of three black female mathematicians who played such a critical role in, you know, astronaut John Glenn's 1962 mission to orbit the Earth aboard the Friendship 7. And, I mean, when you watch that movie and you just see all the things that she had to go through, like all the three of them had to go through, but specifically Tarachi P. Henson's character, <laughs> I mean, had the girl running in the rain almost a mile to go pee to you because she couldn't use the same restroom as all that. Yeah, it, it was just like, and just watching these things, it really gives you a really new perspective of like, you know, I get annoyed even now in the workplace where I feel like there are all these uh, microaggressions mm -hmm. against black people. Like, I don't even like that. Right. But to be blatantly... Macroaggressions? Huh. You got me fucked up. All the way. Like, <laughs> that road back there, that's where you got the game twisted. Wow. But, um... Resilience. Resilience. Mm. You know what I mean? And, like, these stories are pretty much... They've been around, but they're right. only really being told now because people are finally understanding, like, oh... These are the the things that have been taking place for centuries. Right. And now we are finally becoming equipped to it. Right. Um, there's like three more people I wanted to shout out really quickly. Um, but I wanted to give this really dope website that I found. It's called theundefeated.com. Mm. And they have like a list of like 44 dynamite, amazing black leaders who have been doing like such amazing things in this world right now. Highly suggest looking into them. Um, one of the guys that they highlighted, his name is Robert Abbott, and he was a founder of the Chicago Defender. He was born in 1870, lived to 1940. And what I love about this is because, you know, we just talked about the power of our voice. What he essentially did, he was giving a voice to the voiceless. Mm -hmm. So he started the Chicago Defender. It's one of the most important black newspapers in history. Mm. Like, I just think about stories like his where it's just like 
how do you picture something you've never seen before? Exactly. Right? Exactly. That but that is our purpose. Source. That is our purpose to bring in mm-hmm. and create new. new versions of everything. Like, newness mm. is the goal. I'm like, again, getting chills because I'm just thinking about it. It's just like, I, you know, you know why I feel like the generation now may be a little bit more of a setback than our ancestors is only because I feel like we have way too many options available to us. Right. (laughs) Right? No, absolutely. It could be overwhelming to the point where it's just like, okay, well, everything has been done before. Right. So I'm just going to go with the flow of like what the media tells me to do, um, what my parents tell me to do because I'm just overwhelmed. Right. But that's where meditation, we always come back to this topic, but meditation, especially in my life has been pivotal because we talked about this, um, two episodes before about how, when I lost my phone Mm -hmm. and I literally just needed to like go inward and I was able to hear these like messages that I just was just like, where you been? Right. Like, and it's just like, I always been there, but you haven't been listening. Right. Because there's like a, a crowding of like all these voices yes. shouting at you. And like, I didn't realize just how addicted I was to social media. And I'm like, holy cow, I need to really be mindful of my time. Mm-hmm. Because in order to be resilient, you have to be mindful and aware of what you're giving your energy to. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think of like... Um Time management is such an interesting thing to me because I feel like time isn't a real thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like some days you can be like, oh my gosh, that day went by so fast. And then some days it can take forever. It just depends on like the The mood and the energy and what you're doing. But I think that a resilience can be created in a moment when you either, when you don't feel like you have enough time, because I feel like that's a pressure. And then Mm -hmm. a pressure of you have too much time and so you end up doing things like social media or filling space rather than being <laughs> purposeful and intentional, yeah. right? Yeah. Like th- that's kind of like the double-edged sword of time, I think, because there has to be a balance of, yes, taking time to rest and reset and meditate and integrate, which is like a lot of stillness practices, right? But then there's also the action, the doing. We're in physical bodies here to do physical life. Mm-hmm. But we have been engineered in our minds to kind of choose one or the other. Like we're like you were saying before we started recording, like super busy, mm. obsessing over like I gotta do more. Yeah. And feeling this pressure and this guilt. Yeah. Or there's a sense of like, I don't wanna do anything. Yeah. So finding that balance, I think, is when you can really I mean that in itself is being resilient, right? Yeah. Because it's saying, you know what, I'm not going to allow this phone in my hand to dictate how I spend my time or the to-do list. It's just like, I'm going to take my power back by being like, this is what my soul and my spirit needs right now. And I think that that's what allows you to come back and be more effective in your work because you're listening to what your body needs. And then like on the days where I'm just like, yep, I am taking care of me today. The next day, I'm like, okay, let's get it. Like, because right. I'm like so like s- restored spiritually, physically, like emotionally. And yep. like, that is so important in the world that we're living in right now in 2021, honey. Because I mean, yeah, we went through a massive change last year, but what I'm seeing 
And what I'm hearing from a lot of my peers is like, <laughs> people are trying to jump right back into the same old, same old. Right. And that is what? just like no. insane to me. No, 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 <laughs> like, hell no. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, has this year taught you nothing? <laughs> yeah, no, apparently. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm not on that wave and neither are you. And like, right. that's, the, that's like the shift the narrative that we're, con- that's a narrative we're continuing to shift. Correct. If you will. If but, you will. Um, I wanted to end with, um, one more amazing person in like for Women History Month, I really think that we got to shout out Maya Angelou mm. because honestly, Irie, she was such an inspiration for me, like as like a young aspiring black journalist right. and writer. Yeah, I can like, see that. You know, I read her book, <laughs> I know where the cage birds sing. I know why the cage bird sings, mm. and it really resonated with me. A lot of her story deals mm. with like sexual abuse, rape. Girl, if you guys have not looked into Maya Angelou right. and her story... Like, the depth of it. Because there's, like, the there's cards depth. and there's yes. quote, quotes. No, read the full... But, yeah. Get to the root of her life. Right. Because <laughs> that is resilience embodied. Right, right. Every freaking yeah. way. Like, I'm just like, holy cow, who are you? And, and with like, such grace, too. That, oh. It's a very royal energy to me, right? Yes. Regal, royal... empress energy. Empress energy. Right there. 100%. Because... She speaks with this, like, grace, like you mentioned. Mm. And, like, I don't know, from her voice, like, to me, the frequencies that I get from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, okay, you are wise. I'm listening to every right. word because you it live. It massages your soul. Yes. It's like a, the, the deep bass when you go to a concert. Like, mm. the bass. And when that it, just like, hits, like, moves the, in your body. Yeah. You feel the vibration of the... It's a frequency, Ooh. right? Yeah. So people like her, I mean... So much power behind that throat chakra. Girl, she's tickling all my chakras. (laughs) (laughs) I felt that from the tip of my toes. Activation. Activated. Like, shout out to my Angela. Yeah. Because, um, what was it? Well, so to say about her is, you know, when you look at people's lives like hers, it's just kind of like she had every reason to just like turn out to be so hateful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. you know, she could have really just let her life experiences turn her into just this angry black woman right you know a narrative that we hear far too often and i love that she did the opposite yeah she used it to like really fertilize all the shit that was thrown up at her right she's like i'm gonna fertilize my roots right and from all of that i'm going to build a new legacy yeah and in doing that she is she continues to inspire people like i need to reread her book because it's just one of those things where i'm just like how how did you get to be this like right amazing person but um with that being said i kind of wanted to like drop a few little you know nuggets for people Mm -hmm. to go nibble on after this episode people who are really trying to increase their capacity for resilience and there's just some practical ways that we can do it um again i found these on the american psychological association website Mm -hmm. And so if you want to check that out, they give you um, five really cool strategies. And the first one is build connections. And the second one is foster wellness. Shit, I can't remember. Okay. Oh, number three was find purpose. Number four, embrace healthy thoughts. Mm. Number five, seek help. Right. Because I feel like a lot of what black, we're taught as black people is like you just have to thug it out figure it out figure it out and make a way move through move through right. fight muscle you know power yeah. and it's just like that's what's been causing a lot of the mental 
you know, mess. That shit builds up. That shit builds up. It doesn't up. go away unless you're acknowledging it. No. Yeah. Acknowledge that. And like, oh my God. So the book, book of the week, shout out. I forgot okay. to even write this down, but I'm reading this book. It's called Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess. Ooh. It's by Dr. Caroline Oh, I think Lee. I saw that on your... Yeah, I posted Post. about it because mm-hmm. I was just like listening to a random, like this is another divine moment from God, but I was listening to like a random live and like she popped up with another amazing talk about like women history, Dr. Cindy Trim. Mm. She is phenomenal. Like if you can follow both of them, like you will be inspired daily by them, their lives. Um, but what I really like about Dr. Caroline Leaf is like her research into like the brain and mm. just how girl it's just so many details of like you have to be mindful right of the things you're reading the things you're watching the right. things that you're believing right. about yourself yep. because if you just feel like you have this like mentality of just like what we just talked about like i just gotta power this on my own right you're really just doing a disservice to yourself yeah because there are people who a want to help you or they could be experiencing the same things that you're experiencing right and um we just don't have to do it alone right can you think of anything else like what other things should we put out to our people on this good march um i'm reading a book called signs okay and it's about like signs from people who've passed or from angels and higher um that sounds dope it's so dope and um it's just this i think she's like a psychic psychologist therapist all the things and so people go to her to like try to contact their People who loved ones passed that have passed away, away yeah. and um, are also get affirmations and it's just like a bunch of testimony stories about people getting signs wow. and so I think not only is that a great book to read mm-hmm. to get examples for me that w- works really well to get my belief system to shift mm. to believe that it's possible to believe certain mm. things are possible yeah but also like, just yeah. right um encouraging people to not only to ask for help from other humans but to ask for help from like people your ancestors people who have passed angels your higher self god like asking in the ethers praying and asking for signs and affirmations Mm. is like something we have access to that's a tool that i think we don't utilize enough yeah because i think again it's easy to just believe what we see physically right then to really tap into the unseen yeah i mean that's what the numbers are right that we like that's another way of signs our numerology like i've been seeing that 333 almost every single day right it's insane right how it like pops up and like a lot you're like laughing laughing like i just literally would text you and be like look 444 like always but i you know we are huge believers in signs because i mean how like how do you even describe some of the events in your life that you just know like there is no humanly possible way that that could have just happened that was a miracle 100%. and i think that if we're not um open to those things yeah. as we joked about it before right. in another episode but like belief is the glue yes that really just ties that manifestation and reality together yeah you know because it's like girl if you're not really believing what you're doing, just stop right now. Right. I, I advise you to no longer yep. waste your time. Pause. Don't say those affirmations if you don't believe them. Pause Because you're just breathing air. 100%. You know? Yeah. The and frequency behind it, behind the action. Don't waste your time. The action is useless Completely. if the belief is not behind it. Completely. Yeah. And so that's why I love talking about these things because it's like, 
I think that what strengthens our faith and our belief mm. is looking back at past events mm. in our lives where it's just like, okay, God opened this door. Why can't he do it again? 100%. Or look at this person's life. He did it for Miss Maya. And he and that was a situation that I was not, I'm not even close to experiencing. Right. So I love looking back at people like her life, like Muhammad Ali. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like these like powerhouses. Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela. Like, let's not even, like I said, this is an episode that needs to be Ooh. on and on and on. Like, I don't even want to stop because there's so there's so many like if you really want to tap into like your roots do some research on the people who have paved the way for us to be where right. we are right now for you and I to be sitting in this chair using this mic to speak is a freedom that we didn't even have let's just say 100 years ago right that's crazy to me yeah that's why God knew I not mean, to create years me at that ago, time. Right? <laughs> 50 years ago. That's really real. Like, right. I was just not meant to be born at that time. Frame. Yeah, I need, like... I need to be free. <laughs> right. Take him out of here. Uh... Uh, be resilient, y'all. Be, be resilient. Be resilient and check in on your people. I think that's a theme that I've been getting from a lot. Both of us have been getting mm. from a lot of people. And um, if you really want to um, find some community like really good community outside mm-hmm. of this podcast um i want you to follow both irie love and myself because irie's going to be doing well i don't know if she's going to be doing it but i'm prophesying because i want her to do that <laughs> manifestation <laughs> workshop every month now because right. <laughs> it was so good so uh, but honestly there's so much that we have planned that i'm really excited for so follow along and we also do our water wisdom wednesday every wednesday we're changing the time to 5 30 p.m so stay tuned because you know life changes right just check our our socials Um, but that's like another moment for us to just join together and remind ourselves of our resilience our power yeah and have conversation with you all because we want to talk to you too we want to have like literally like an exchange a a dialogue a dialogue you could just come and watch and that's cute too but if you come with questions it's even better yeah we're here here for it we'd love to see it we'd love to see it it. Uh, but sending you all so much love wherever you are whatever time it is right now take care of yourselves this is Earl joined by Irene (laughs) and we just got into the root of resilience you guys Um, so much love sending you big kisses and virtual hugs yes love you all take care be good be love be all the things all the things love you bye honey bye